In the spirit of reconciliation, we acknowledge the traditional custodians of Wurundjeri country. We acknowledge and respect their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respects to their elders, past and present, and extend that respects to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. Welcome back to Approved. You're joined as always by me, Nicole, and Hannah, sisters. Yes, I hope you know that by now, unless this is the very first time you've tuned in. And if it is, welcome. And we're happy to have you strongly suggest going back to episode one, but also no pressure. Yeah, no pressure. We're so excited today for a really, really exciting episode. Me too. But I mean, it's like a good catch up. Yep, because it's not like we ever see each other. No, sometimes we don't. If Hannah and I go like two days without seeing each it's other, really hard. I have withdrawals. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I have like so much to catch up on, but it's nothing interesting. Yeah. It's like I saw this at the supermarket, ha ha ha, lol. And I'm like, oh my God, no way, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah, that's <laughs> no, that. it's like, I don't know, like uh, our favorite chocolate is on sale or something. Yeah, like, I need to tell her this. <laughs> but something you really need to tell everyone yes. about the current show you're watching. Yep. So just to like zoom out. Oh, wow. Yeah. I get really excited by particular themes. Yeah. And once that's happened, mm. I'm hooked in okay. and I'm on that train for like a good month to two months. Okay. So currently the obsession is cults. Oh, yeah. yeah. A few months ago, it was, um, I was really fascinated by the world's like toughest prisons and what those Ooh, regimes looked yeah. like within the prison system. But now I've moved on to cults. In the last couple of weeks, I've watched um, The Vow, which okay. is about the cult Nexium. Yeah. And I'll put this in the show notes so I yep. don't have to spell it out because yep. I actually can't remember how to spell it. Okay. That show was wild. It's on binge, two seasons. Mm-hmm. It's the com- it's quite a commitment. I can't believe I finished it so quickly. Some late nights. Eight to – oh, yeah. <laughs> no, like today I rolled in at like 10 because I was so tired from staying up to 1 a.m. last night. <laughs> watching cultures fair enough like i'm like i have to know i have to know know. do we do we ascend to heaven in the spaceship or not i need to know (laughs) but yes the vow two seasons like it's like eight or nine episodes a season they're about an hour each Mm -hmm. so it's a full commitment yeah it's insane Mm. it's essentially a cult that was about like bettering yourself and and kind of this idea that if human beings can basically like reach like this self realization mm-hmm. and like total kind of like letting go of control of yeah. your emotions, okay. that the world will be a better place and, mm. and basically like you that. can change the world. Yeah. Okay. And then what follows from there is insane. Okay. There's also a podcast that I listened to about this cult quite a few years ago that mm. I'll link as well, which I think is a good place to start. Okay. And then you can go into the, the vow stuff. The, yeah, because it gets – It's. I was like, oh, my gosh, I had no idea. All right, I'm going to watch it. Um, but the one that I was watching until 1 a.m. Yeah. this morning yeah. was called Love Has Won, and it's on Binge as well. This okay. is not sponsored by Binge, by the way, although more than happy to be. <laughs> um, no words. Really? Okay. Basically, this woman thinks that she is Mother God – so she's God on earth. Okay. It's set in, um, I can't remember, somewhere in America. Mm-hmm. And she acquires all these followers. Mm-hmm. They all live together, you know, real commune style. Mm-hmm. They travel from town to town. And basically it's a three-part series just documenting how she went from like a very normal person who worked at McDonald's yeah, okay. to essentially dying and with the belief that she'll ascend physically and spiritually to heaven and then everybody will know god oh okay yeah that's a long path to get to (laughs) and there's also a reference to robin williams who is the late great comedic actor one of the best actors of all time who apparently is speaking to this group of people through what's called the galactics so he was a part of this no 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 they just have decided 
Oh, that even though he's dead, yeah, they think he's talking to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> right now I understand. Yeah. So if that doesn't hook you in, I don't know what will. <laughs> that is really weird. Okay. Yeah. 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 Oh wow. The so collectives. yeah, collectives. Well, that's going to be on our watch list for the week. I yes. Guess. Yeah. 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 I would suggest um, the vow is okay to watch alone, but I yep. would say love has one. It's a bit dark so i would suggest watching it with somebody else yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. i will yeah zach and i need a show and he would love that yeah no i think he would really really love that one i might suggest that even though i'm trying to just do like the christmas stuff at the moment (laughs) no same and it's been really stressful for me opposite (laughs) because i've got cult stuff i've got real housewives that i've got to keep up with three new episodes a week of all the different franchises that i watch plus christmas i'm exhausted there's too much yeah (laughs) oh um do you have any recommendations like podcast show food anything my only recommendation is olivia rodrigo (gasps) yep you're on the train i am sucked in so hard when driver's license came out i didn't jump on it because it's not my style of song Mm. it's just sort of like a bit whiny and a bit a bit ballady yeah like it's not relaxing i suppose no, but I still don't like the relaxing stuff. When I heard like jealousy, jealousy, and um, good for you, and now get him back and um, like American, um, yeah, all American bitch, and vampire. Yeah, vampire. Yeah. I am just so sucked in. It's like all I listen to at the moment. I love that. Yeah, I just it's just happened. I, she's cool. Now I understand yeah. like why people are like I love her. I'm like I yeah I get it now. Yeah yeah. I'm full dived in. That's all I listen to. Favorite stage of you. It's so good, isn't oh, it? The minute that like little few notes start, I'm yeah, like, yeah. Let me lay down and just like absorb this song. <laughs> so you're into cults. I'm into <laughs> some teenage rock star, pop star. <laughs> Which allegedly people think that being obsessed with a pop star is sort of cult like anyway. Yes, so we're you know yeah, we're on things there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. that's all. But what I actually have been busy yes. doing is um, doing a couple things for our guest today. <gasps> I know. Yes. 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 And actually, we should share some of the uh, the things that you've been up to on Instagram so that people can see because... Yes, I will. Yeah, I will share. So, wow. Um, let's just start off yeah. with who we're interviewing today. We, we met with her a few weeks back. Um, it's Ellie Gatari. We dropped this in the last episode. So you're in for an amazing... Um, interview between Nicole and Ellie. Ellie is one of my longtime friends from high school and she's just grown into a very successful woman in the fitness industry. Um, She runs her own online fitness business called Fit by Ellie and she's really well known for getting girls Mm -hmm. a good booty. Oh yeah. She's called the booty builder Yeah, and it's for like good reason. And yeah I mean I'm obviously follow (laughs) Ellie and all the stories that she shares of her clients I'm like, yeah, oh, I know. girls, that's a sleigh. Honestly, you guys, oh, yeah, please, I need the booty. So if you're motivated for a big fitness transformation, mm. she's really good. There's like, honestly, so many like results you can view. Yeah. And it's a program where you have online coaches and work in like an eight week challenge cycle. So um, it's a really like fun way to, you know, spice up your fitness and if you want to. Very affordable. It's a great price. Like it's honestly. a really and great for like a premium, to, mm-hmm. um, like one-on-one service, one-on-one online. Yeah. Um. So it's really, really good fun. Um. I actually was. I would say, <laughs> um, <laughs> someone who worked with Ellie at the gym, um, early early days. Yeah. She would really push me hard. She's grown into this amazing businesswoman and has actually taken the next step in releasing a new brand, which they will get into. But I'll give a little bit um of some background it's and yeah she's worked on this for maybe two years now oh. it's like a childhood dream and she's created the most beautiful pieces and it's all very very high quality mm-hmm. it's all designed by her um she's gone through many sample runs and everything so she's made it as perfect as she wants it and i actually got to appear in one of the campaigns yes um as a model for her so we'll share some of that but that was really fun and that's sort of something i've been up to a lot is being a part of that um Mm. and just seeing her launch this new business so the stuff is awesome um she'll get more into it um it is currently launched well it's 
it's currently announced, but it will be launching like in the next few days. So yeah, um, yeah, you guys are going to love this chat between Nicole and Ellie. And yeah, hope maybe. you guys love that. Hello. Hi, Ellie. Hi. Welcome. Thanks. So good to be here. <laughs> we love a good screaming moment. I know. Um, thank you for taking time out of your very busy schedule. You're so welcome. I know that you have like five minute gaps <laughs> here and there, maybe. We just make it happen. So thank you. <laughs> we blend them. <laughs> they become a bigger gap. So exactly. it's fine. That's what we've done. <laughs> And for today, we have a whole hour yeah. and a half-ish. I know. I'm so excited. Um, who knows? Maybe we'll talk for an hour and a half. Who knows? Maybe we won't. I'm a big talker, so. Me too. I'm a rambler. <laughs> I do this all the time. Great. Okay, good. That makes me feel better. Yeah. I just, I can't help it. You know? No, Sometimes I've got lots of points to make See, in the one chunk of 100%. paragraph. 100%. So, Look, I, I'm not like that. I just like to talk about one point for half an hour. Okay, great. Okay, so I've got eight points here. Okay, so. great. <laughs> Um, well thank you I'm very excited to have you here for those of you who don't know Ellie and I have known each other for many years now I know um Hannah and Ellie were in high school together slaying the day away little besties and Mm. I was three years I think it was above Mm -hmm. you guys so I got Mm -hmm. to know you through Han and then we've reconnected in like the last year it's been the best it's literally the best I'm so so thankful that we reconnected me too I even got an invite to your birthday and I I have to say I was like I was like, Hannah, Hannah, I can't wake up. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> like, I was, you guys I were the life so of the party. Cool. You were the last man standing. I'm just going to, no, I'm going to, I'm going to no. expose you guys. <laughs> no, it was bad. <laughs> it was so great. It you were both troopers. Like, I, yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all we will say about that. <laughs> yep. Yeah, okay. I want to just get straight into it. Let's do it. And I like I like quite a vulnerable conversation to so begin with. <laughs> so this could go in many ways. It could end up but in tears. <laughs> yes. And that's why we have a box of tissues here yeah, for fun. you, just in case. <laughs> <laughs> um, obviously, the name of our podcast is called yeah. Approved. And I wanted to, I guess, unpack with you what your relationship with approval is like, mm-hmm. whether it be, you know, approval in business, you know, as a business owner on you know social media with your followers friends family relationships yeah what does approval mean to you and how does that manifest in your life and the decisions that you make I think that approval is like a work in progress for me Mm. I feel like it's been a journey it's probably been one of the biggest journeys I'm actually unpacking a lot (laughs) within myself about like approval and how why I seek it Mm. in so many ways because it's actually something that I so I see psych and it's actually something that we unpacked probably on like the last two minutes of a very crazy (laughs) psych session and we like uncovered something where I was like oh my god (laughs) like oh my god and that is that I literally probably my whole life I've always seeked approval Mm -hmm. and it's probably controlled a lot of elements and it's caused some like obviously it's caused some fantastic you know rewards in the process Mm. but then I've it's it's caused a lot of anxiety Mm. I think so approval I definitely seek it and I definitely have probably an ongoing relationship where I'm trying to ensure that that approval is kind of like shaped and Mm. used in the right way as Mm. opposed to kind of like defining who I am through seeking approval which is I think what I've done in the past Mm. even with business Mm. definitely with business what does it look like when you're referring to business and approval like how does that play out for you um there's different like different layers yeah um that I kind of seek obviously like I think that there's one layer where I don't necessarily seek approval when it comes to success probably Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and where my business needs to be there's definitely pressure um, like, you know, there's pressure in regards to industry changing and keeping up with the industry. Like that yeah. is probably the highest pressure, but it's not necessarily approval based. Mm-hmm. It's more the fact that I have wages to pay yeah. and I have a career and a vision to <laughs> create and implement. Um, that's more anything else. But in regards yeah. to like approval in other elements, it's probably how I am perceived as a business owner, mm. um, especially like to my team or mm. to the public um around as well like I just think that 
there's like this like in the end I'm like I started my business when I was like what 21 yeah you were young yeah and I, I like in that in that time I went through you know breakups I went mm. through like some really low parts of my life I went through the partying stage I went through like just like I went through a period of like depression and anxiety mm. like I've I've gone through any kind of like 20 year old and the journey you kind of take as a 20 year old woman yes, <laughs> like yes. you kind of you go through it and yeah. in that process when I kind of started the business I was going through my own personal aspects as well which meant that I often seeked approval with kind of how like I almost like lived a split life Mm. where I was like trying to represent what I was meant to be Mm. within the industry to what I was actually going through yeah Yeah. like and I think that that it's what I've learned within it, particularly in the last year, this last year has been probably the hardest year of my whole entire life. Like really? business, personally, everything, the most incredible year when it comes mm. to self growth. But mm. this year has been all about growth and mm. it's been all about challenges. Like so much yeah. next year. I'm like, okay, give me something. Yeah. <laughs> like, I've gone through the trenches. Like give me something now because yeah. this year has been so tough when it comes to uncovering who I am and the deep rooted issues within like what I go through and the, the mm. approval I seek on so many mm. levels. I don't know if that's like, I feel like that was just, that was really it's great. a really complex thing for me it at the is. moment because I realize it actually stems through a lot and what I've gone through. Yeah. Yeah. Do, do you find the more successful your business is becoming or the more you're growing the Mm. more that you're forced to do that kind of internal work 100% because otherwise you'll crumble right yeah you'll crumble Mm. because like so I I obviously just touched base on like how this year has been hard Mm. um during the lowest parts of what I was feeling where I was really crumbling mentally and myself um it it ripple it has a ripple effect Mm -hmm. it affects my team it affects my leaders it affects my relationships it affects my friendships but it it 140 percent affected business yeah really like to the point where you kind of have to you have to get your shit together like you just kind of like this is this is not just me that it affects now like this is it affects my everyone around me Mm -hmm. affects everyone that i'm in charge of with their livelihoods um it it and it did it really did it had a toll on a lot of people Mm -hmm. because i wasn't like there yeah, yeah <laughs> and I had yeah. to as I was getting more successful it kind of put that pressure in regards to like get your shit together because yeah. you're running a service-based industry and people can tell yes. <laughs> it affects people yes, yes. Like, w- was there a specific moment where something sort of happened it was yeah. like a wake up yeah call for yeah you, you like, don't have to necessarily go into no it, no but. no there's there was this time um where I think it was probably a couple months ago where I became aware that I had like fully lost myself Mm. and I had lost myself to my own mentality towards seeking approval yeah yeah because I I realized (laughs) because I realized that I wasn't actually doing things for me yeah and I was doing things for how people would or potentially would perceive me and it controlled Mm. my decisions and it controlled where I was at mentally Mm. and when I kind of like uncovered that and became aware of it, I broke, like mm. I full just broke and I just surrendered. Cause mm. I feel like I was kind of putting a fight up yes. a little bit yeah. when it came to like my own self issues. And in that time I just, I stopped trying to put on a front and I just, I went to my two leaders that were running Fit Bailey at the time. And I literally sat them down. I was in a cafe and I just bawled my eyes out and I was like I need you guys to be my legs like right now because I cannot give anything I couldn't make decisions I couldn't make decisions that were directly impacting me this is it's wild like I literally had to make some of probably the toughest decisions that I ever had to make business-wise which when you're running a business it's like it doesn't it's you're gonna like sometimes you let people down in ways Mm -hmm. that Mm like you don't want to let them down but mm-hmm. it's like you have to make a business call that might affect people yes right yes and in that period of time my going oh my gosh I don't want them to be mad at me I don't want them to be upset with me that controlled my life but yeah. then it was affecting my business to the point where it was like my lawyer was like like even I have an executive advisor Jade she's the love of my life if, if Jade is listening my god Hi, you're Jade. my backbone <laughs> we love I could you. not do life without you but um there was periods of time where they were just like, Ellie, you either 
like work through this need to like uh, like fear of letting down mm-hmm. people because I'm, I'm an empath and a people pleaser or you lose your business because that's where we're at <laughs> and it just broke me that <laughs> it literally is a just big yeah. ultimatum yeah yeah it it literally just broke me and I was like okay like I've got to get my shit together and mm. I just leaned into the people around me mm. so much and that's when I really broke down I was like I was a mess I was a mess and I just needed breathing space like yeah. I just needed yeah. breathing space so the people around me particularly like obviously when talking about business um just held me up they were my backbone like legitimately I know that that's a phrase that people say when they have great leaders and they were my backbone they made decisions stepped in the roles they pretty much did a split CEO role and took like basically just took everything off my plate so that I could breathe and I'm so thankful yeah but at that time I was like like this can't happen yeah because I'm about to start a new business yes (laughs) yes which we're gonna get into yes yes (laughs) I can't take this into the next business and yeah it takes a lot of courage as well to be able to admit that yeah and to ask for help 100% and I'm sure being the CEO of your business there's that feeling all the time that you're like no no I'm the one in control yeah I've got it I'm at the top I have to lead by example 100% and then actually having to kind of let your walls down and say I need help. Yeah. That, that takes a lot of courage. 100%. I, I don't like asking for help. So yeah. I can't imagine what it would be like and being, you know, in yeah. your position. Yeah. I, um, I think it speaks, though, very highly of the team that you've, that you've obviously built. 100%. That they can be there for you, that they, they can take that role on for you. 100%. Is that been something that's been super important from you? Oh, my from God. 21 year old Ellie day dot or is it something that's grown as you <laughs> definitely not okay cool no I was gonna I... say teach me no no um look I'm an entrepreneur so like as something you learn as an entrepreneur is like you you battle mm. with it like you battle with going I need to be in control at all times yeah. and then you kind of battle with kind of understanding that people like you need people to yes. succeed. Yes. Like you need help. You cannot wear all the hats all the time. Mm. But that took me two years. Gosh. That honestly did. Wow. It took me, and that's a short time compared yeah. to what, how other people learn. And that was because I was put in a fast environment where I was like, I, I need people or I'm just not going to make it. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> mentally yeah. or physically. Like yeah. I just will, this will be the end the of whole. me. <laughs> <laughs> the whole shebang. Yeah. But it was definitely something that took a while. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of resistance on my end when it came to letting go of the the, the wheel a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I did, I am so blessed to have people, my like my team, my whole team, mm-hmm. my coaches, my leaders to like just take those hats and mm-hmm. run with it mm-hmm. and really just create something with it. And I wouldn't I wouldn't be where I am without the people in my life, like in my business, like in obviously in my, in my personal life as well. But in regards to when we're referencing business, like I would not be able to run this business Mm. without the people there helping me run it. And I'm, it's, it was the most humbling thing admitting that because yeah, Yeah. when you're kind of like, Oh, I'm self, you know, like I've, I've done this myself and you're kind of so stuck in your ways. Um, when you really start to like let go of the the steering wheel a bit and just mm. kind of go okay cool like there's actually people that do elements better than I know that yeah. I know and that I do yeah and yeah. putting those people is so humbling yes um, and I, I truly believe that it makes you a better leader 100% when yes. you admit that there's people that are stronger in other areas and there's people that have more experience in other areas Yes, and it gives you the space 100%. to do what you're exactly. good at and it, it as opposed to trying 100%. to have like a finger at every 100%. You know, area of your and business. That's exactly what it's done. Mm. It's allowed me to take the visionary position, which is what I am. Yes, you I'm are. I'm not an implementer. I'm a visionary. Yeah, you are. Like I've got strong visions for the business. I know how to make a, and create a business and make it successful, yeah. but it's my leaders that implement my vision mm. that actually create the success mm. behind it. Mm. Like I've just got fantastic ideas and great yeah. visions. And you're like, now you guys. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, but you make it happen. <laughs> I'll give you the paycheck. <laughs> Every Wednesday it's coming through. <laughs> No, I'm so blessed, honestly. Yeah, yeah. So, so rewinding the clock then back to yeah. 21, you know, year old Ellie, you obviously you didn't, you didn't have a team around you no. at that point. No. Um, talk to me about, you know, the beginning of your business mm-hmm. and your journey and, and what it was like for you if, when it was just you running running the business. 
how how was it? If if you're not an implementer, <laughs> no. How did you? I had to I had to be an implementer. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it was it's not my strong suit. Yeah. Um, look, it was hectic. Mm. It was hectic. I didn't plan for the growth. Yes. Okay. Like at all. So it happened prepare. quite quickly. Hundred percent. It one hundred percent. Okay. I always have people ask me like, "How did you grow your business?" And I'm like, "I don't know." It just yeah yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I, in that period of time, obviously every every move we make is intentional now, mm-hmm. and it's it's mm. you know strategic and it's mm. planned out and it's everything you know we've got our finger on the pulse at all times. Um, but when I was like in that period of time where it was unexpected growth, it was kind of this kind of like. I'm growing, but I have nothing in place to support this yes. growth. Okay. So it was it was constant fight or flight at all times. It was like, what do I do next? Which I, I'm extremely lucky because mm. like that is an issue that is extremely lucky. Like I'm extremely lucky to have. Yeah. Like I had clients coming out of my ass and I was like, what do I do? <laughs> <laughs> like, there's only one of me. I think I was servicing like a hundred clients at once, one-on-one clients, personalized clients. Just you. Yeah. I was working. How how long insane hours i was burnt to the bone like to the point where like my body was reacting out of stress like it was so bad oh my gosh i get tired after like writing a couple of social media yeah Yeah. it was a lot it was a lot because of the because you know when you when you run a business it's like you it's your baby so you give everything i was giving my all to every single one of my clients wow so it was like they it was it was a lot i was so blessed i was i loved them i loved that period of time but it did burn me out quick and that's when i was like this is unsustainable yeah okay okay. (laughs) i am going to die (laughs) (laughs) like like, you guys look amazing but i'm literally dying on the inside (laughs) yeah exactly okay so with that growth then, mm-hmm. um, was it being on social media? Was it word of mouth? How, do you- it was both. Yeah. It was both. It was a lot of elements. I put nothing into paid marketing. So I literally had no plan for this growth. Yeah. And I, I literally didn't have a minute of time to go, okay, how can I make this business grow? Mm-hmm. I had no strategy in place. Mm-hmm. I literally just went with the flow yep. and I provided a good service and yep. I you know, provided mm-hmm. the support and it was a flow on effect. Yep. It was, you know... There was word of mouth, definitely, 100%. Like, I would always have clients be like, oh, my God, I've heard so much about you, um, et cetera. It was always word of mouth. But it was, social media was everything mm. to me. Like, I literally could not tell you how much it helped my business. Like, it mm. was uh, – Fit Bailey was Instagram. Yeah. Like, it, yeah. Was, it was nothing else. It wasn't Facebook. It wasn't TikTok. It was Instagram. There wasn't really anything that I had else in regards to other platforms that helped me grow. It, mm. it was Instagram. Um it was about building community for me. Mm. That's what that's what made the growth happen. And that was the platform to do so at that current time. I know that there's other platforms now, but when it was when I first started the business, like TikTok wasn't around. No. It was, you know, TikTok was what the early stages. It was like twenty it was it wasn't last year. It, it um I actually think TikTok started in like twenty sixteen. Might have been twenty seventeen. Oh, but yeah. it it but really like, took, it off took off in twenty twenty, like in the pandemic. Yeah. And now everybody, because I didn't get on it until like a year and a bit ago. Yeah. I feel like I only went in on like probably started last year. Yep. That's yep. when I really started to like, anyway. Yeah. But, um, so yeah, Instagram was everything. It was about building community. I started because I was a face-to-face trainer prior to shifting mm-hmm. the business online, mm-hmm. um, prior to COVID hitting. Um, and I built community with even, like, even with the face-to-face. Like I was... I was able to showcase, you know, my relationships with my clients yep. on social media, mm-hmm. which is what tra- attracted the clients in general because mm. they saw the relationship I had with my clients, um, which just created that like really strong sense of community. No other platform I was able to create that. Instagram mm. was the platform for that. Um, and that was seriously unintentional. Yeah. <laughs> it was just my personality and it was my client's personality and our bond. Um, you know, I've, I've met my bestest friends through the bonds that I had with them. Um, I love with, that. Yeah. And my workers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Most yeah. of my workers were my clients. Really? Yeah. And that was the power of social media. So it's literally created the life around me and it, it created the growth mm. 100%. Like mm. by all, like just un, unmanageable growth. Mm. Like it was just, that didn't even make sense. I just stumbled across that word, but. <laughs> make up words as you go. I love it. It's fine. Yeah. Creative. Add that to your LinkedIn. <laughs> um, but yeah. Yeah. So it was. It was, it's changed, it's changed my business. Yeah. It's created my business, created community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and what it I was. I think 
especially I'm sure as you were transitioning during the pandemic to online, you've already have that established community. 100%. Right. And so not only your clientele is already there, but they don't feel alone in their journey. Yeah, exactly right. Mm. The fitness industry, you would think that during the pandemic, it was one of those luxuries that people didn't necessarily venture into because, you know, they were off working, but it was the industry that skyrocketed yes 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 because no one else had anything to focus on and I didn't plan for that like I I wasn't like oh this is a perfect time to like go into the industry like I was in the industry Mm. I had no time to adapt my business to an online scheme which is what I had wanted to well and truly before the pandemic oh really okay yeah so I wanted to go online because of the lifestyle that I liked around having an online business like I wanted to travel and you know live freely Mm. um, and create my own hours and online was gave me that availability to Mm. do so and I had always wanted to build it but the pandemic actually forced me into that era where I literally was just trying to make ends meet so Mm. I was just trying to transition my face-to-face clients to an online structure Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so I literally I think I priced it like $30 a week or something and I was just like I'll do everything for you online was not something that I um, did with them like Mm -hmm. I didn't do any meal plans they just saw me face-to-face sessions i did yeah. programming for them but yeah um i did nothing in regard in regards to any like online or outside of mm. session support um and then i literally just transitioned it over in the pandemic to that online structure and created that support and that community around them that mm. is honestly why it skyrocketed because it's exactly what we needed yeah the, the clients yeah my like demographic so many so many different generations during that time just needed support mm. They needed someone to talk to. They needed to feel like they were a part of, you know, a, a community that they could talk to during mm. a time where they felt so isolated. Mm, mm. And they were also doing something that was good for them. Exactly. It made and, them feel yeah, good. Exactly. And it made, yeah, no, it helped their mental health during a time like that. Yeah. And it like helped them focus on elements that were healthy mm. as opposed to going into to pathways where they, or coping mechanisms. Like wine. <laughs> Well, that yeah. was me in the pandemic. <laughs> I was like, it was me for a period of time, so don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. I love that. Was it um was it hard transitioning? Like, do you miss no. your client? No. No, no, hundred percent I miss my clients. But you don't miss like the because obviously you had a crazy schedule. Yes. I don't miss the physical You can manage your life. Yeah. Mm. Draining element of not working on an online yeah. scheme. There was a period of time where I was online and then it was like that in between like the two major lockdowns. So like lockdown one, lockdown two, that's what I used to call them. Same. (laughs) (laughs) But like during those two major ones, they had, they opened gyms for two weeks. And I went, yeah. And I went back to face to face. Yeah. After doing online for a couple of months. Yeah. When I tell you, I literally blew up like a puff of fish. I was that stressed. My body was under so much stress from going to like a relaxing. What was it? It wasn't like, I mean, I was pumping out clients when yes, I was but it sort like, of you can zone in on it yeah, and yeah, yeah it wasn't as like physically demanding yeah because I had the growth that I had prior and then mixed with a full face-to-face mm. like I was working from like five to nine non-stop eating my food while I was training because I had like I literally did not leave 15 minutes in between sessions to allow myself to breathe Girlfriend. like I literally like I would have to like if a client was rocking up, I would have to then go run in the bathroom. I'm like, two minutes, need to go pee. Haven't peed in eight hours. Like, kind of vibe. Oh my so, goodness. and it was so physically draining. And my body just reacted so bad. Like, I just was so stressed. I was so fluidy. I just, like, couldn't sleep well for like a full two weeks. And I was like, nah. And I was dreading. Like, I was dreading it. Really? And it wasn't because of my clients or anything. It was no. just, it was so draining. And I was like, I love the online world. Yeah. Like, I love being able to create my own hours like mm. I love you know being able to wake up and go for a walk mm. and be able to talk to my clients on my walk as opposed to like physically having to be somewhere at a certain time yes does that make sense yes. like it was just yeah I don't yeah. know it was I, I lived for the online scheme and yeah. it's more scalable yes you're yes. always limited by time yes when, you, when you're doing like face-to-face or anything in person mm. or any kind of like service that requires your time in set blocks mm. there's only so much growth that you can have Whereas, so yeah, with, yeah, with an online scalable model, um, it's just you can the you possibilities can, oh, are endless. Exactly, yeah, the heights yeah. that you can reach are, are endless. Yeah. It's all about making things more efficient mm. and more accessible to people. But like your growth is like tenfold, mm. and that's the end goal, right? 
100%. You know, to just yeah. to keep going and keep building. Keep, and Keep growing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to, I want to talk more about that. Yeah. But I just want to take it back to um, social media for one moment because Hannah said something to me really interesting the other day that stories, mm-hmm. Instagram stories for you are a really big part of 100%. your business and your marketing mm-hmm. and this like the success rate of people mm-hmm. signing 100%. up. Can you talk to me a bit more about that? Because as someone that works in social media, I, I engage with stories all the time, but as a creator, as a social media manager, yeah. I never think about stories as deeply as I would a feed post. A story is personality. It, mm. That's where you showcase your personality and that's what I'm set. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what creates like your point of difference mm. in an in- industry like the fitness industry. And this is relevant to a lot of other industries as well. But when it came to the fitness industry and choosing a coach is as a woman, like you, you go somewhere that you feel comfortable. Yeah, that's so true. You know, especially if it's daunting, like if it's scary and it's your first time in the gym and you're like, oh my gosh, I don't, I don't want to be shamed. Mm. Because obviously we, we put these like self-limiting kind of barriers up yes. when it comes to even just approaching the gym it could be uh, like we do it in general like mm. I, like I, I mean I'm speaking for myself here but I definitely will have limitations when it comes to certain elements even to this day and I'm, I'm a business owner like yeah. it's yeah and I still go no I can't do that no no no, no I can't like yeah. that's that's gonna fail no I'm gonna do like I'm and I'm scared because I'm scared of the unknown mm. and not knowing how to navigate through that mm. so stories allowed me to showcase my personality and when I did showcase my personality it my engagement went through the roof because people started to engage from there because when you post feed posts it's very curated yes it's very planned it's very like strategic you know everything is very aesthetic and it's very Mm. which is beautiful because in in the end I believe Instagram's like a piece of art as well like yeah and you you want that brand identity and you want to you know have that professional yeah totally 100% which is where you you, like it's a huge element like feed posts are a huge Mm. element to creating your tone of voice within the Mm. industry and your positioning within the industry etc but stories is where you showcase you it's true and that's so important in a ser- especially in a service-based industry yes yes especially yes in a service-based industry oh, i look forward to your uh, you know you know um breakfast post <laughs> yeah. of the beautiful exactly. view ellie People if you don't that. follow her we'll we'll be tagging ellie on socials i'm sure but the view from your apartment oh, you know you. and it, it's true because I feel <laughs> I feel connected to exactly. you <laughs> exactly you know so I, I yeah it's it's I wanted to talk about it because I think it's such an underestimated and undervalued 100%. tool but I check stories all day every day exactly. I'm not what really scrolling through as scroll much either. you know I don't um yeah I love it. Yeah. Like, I always want to see what people are up to. Like, Same. I'm nosy. <laughs> Let me into your life. And then when they don't tag who they're with or they don't yeah, tag like, the location, I'm like, what are you well, like, what are you? What are you doing? Like, <laughs> and like, I, I I, would be that person that yeah. would go as far to message and be like, I have to know. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> like, like, who's, who's arm who is that? Who are you hanging out with? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've done that, but like. <laughs> so it makes us sound a bit crazy. Yeah, yeah. We're yeah, not crazy. We're not. We're, we're beautiful and stable. The comments are going to pop off on this one. Let me tell you on TikTok. um i wanted to take it back before you were talking about how um having your business transition to online Mm -hmm. is a lot more manageable for you and your lifestyle being able to go for walks you know things like that but i also know the reality of running a business it's not morning walks and coffees (laughs) and you know like women in business galas and you know it's hard it's it's so stressful hard. and it's 24 7 100 percent, it is can you i want i want you to sort of talk to me about maybe like some myths that people would think about business owners and having a business and how amazing it is yeah like w- what is it actually like T- tell me what like the real <laughs> reality of owning a business it's tough mm. it's really tough i think it like every business has their challenges mm. every single business this has fit Valley has been like the greatest venture of all time in my life however it has been the toughest yeah. time yeah. i've ever had in my life mm. like it has brought the worst and best in me mm. all at once mm. in one cute little present <laughs> like, <laughs> it's been you know it's it's hard yeah it's really really hard and it's high pressure mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's beautiful at the same time it's like a beautiful chaos mm. it's when you own a business, especially like, an, I feel like with an online business, because it is so scalable um, and especially a service-based industry, Yes, <laughs> like it's, it's just every 
thing that's tough meshed into one. Yes, like, yes. There's no escaping. Of, yeah, it's 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 a lot, and it is constantly about putting out fires. And I'm mm-hmm. sure every business owner can probably agree with me. And it's something that I like when I listen to business podcasts and I talk to other business owners. It's like the mindset around it is like if you're not putting out fires, you're not doing something right. Yeah. Okay. Like yep. it's that is the reality of it, and that's what the reality of my last couple of years has been probably not the first year I think I was in a high <laughs> I was kind of like nothing's wrong everything's great and I was literally sailing through things but I didn't actually realize what was happening and I was too naive mm. to realize like logistics of business and financially planning yeah yeah and ensuring that you know my my employees have bright careers in front mm. of them and ensuring that I'm staying relevant within a very very fast-paced industry mm. where it is always changing yep people's wants and desires change like yes because it's heavily influenced by a culture right? 100%. like everyone was wanting the booty and exactly. the waist and then now like that's that heroin exactly. chic 90s 100%. skinny look is coming back <laughs> It's a bit, I'm like, which one is it? Yeah, like, take a pick. <laughs> you know, do you, like people probably like, well, I'm growing the booty today. No, I don't want it tomorrow. Booties for life, by the way. We love booties. We love- <laughs> I don't actually personally have one. <laughs> I would really love one. I don't have one, but we love them. <laughs> Can you imagine me in the gym? I'm too scared. <laughs> there are men there. <laughs> this is why you have eyes. <laughs> this is everything. I've built my business around. <laughs> yeah, haven't I been listening? Sorry. <laughs> like, are these if I done? <laughs> I'm sorry, mom. <laughs> I'll give you. I love the plug. This is great. <laughs> Don't fit my ear. <laughs> Godly working. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it's it's yeah, it's been honestly so tough, mm. and it's draining it's draining then i like it's it, i'm really not trying to like deter people from starting a business i'm just no, trying to explain the reality, reality of it yeah. is it is constantly putting out fires it's especially like i'm an empath yes and i'm a huge people pleaser which is mm. a massive blessing and a massive curse at the I, same time i, I, I get it <laughs> yeah so like obviously it's it's my best trait in a lot of ways mm. because i'm a people like people person mm. um like my my life is people the people yes. around me like I, I love i get my energy i get my heart and soul from mm. the, my relationships basically mm. um but it also has massive downfalls when it came comes to running this business it, yep. it is like it's so emotionally taxing <laughs> yes and i i guess because you have that relationship with yeah. your your employees where you are close yeah, yeah. it would make having to so much harder so those decisions harder. that you Especially, know because you have to be like that that business owner that yes. makes these decisions that yeah you know uh like i wouldn't say savage like nothing has to be savage in business no, but no. it's like you have to make business moves yeah. and you have to make changes yeah and you have to adapt and i, I always kind of reference this even to my coaches mm. um and all my employees it's like i'm i'm considered as like i'm still a small business like i'm still a startup business Yes, okay. I know it makes it feel really? like it doesn't, it might not look like it, but really? in, in, for example, in legal terms, I'm still classified as a small business, ah. right? In regards to the, the amount of employees I have, true, et cetera. True. So it's all, it's all governed by like, you know, yes. criteria that yes. classifies you as a small business or mm. a, like a larger corporation. Um, and I'm still considered a small business. We're still in our growing pains era mm. where we're still figuring things out, still making massive moves within the industry and changing a lot and putting mm-hmm. out a lot of fires like i mean it's always going to be fires to yeah. put out but yeah. um i always say that like ooh, like i always like i'm so thankful for my team mm. and i always say to them i know it feels like a lot because all the changes that we make in the business you guys feel as well mm. we're all in the front carriage mm-hmm. of the train riding this train track that's bumpy and because we are a small business every single person feels that bump yes and yeah. we no matter how much we try and ensure that it's smooth sailing for everyone else mm. every person feels that bump and and then as an empath it's like no pa- i want to soften the world yeah. for everyone around me like i want it to be smooth sailing i don't want them to feel the bumps but mm. then it's like you kind of can't help it and that's what can be really like just hectic like yeah. it's just you i've got what 15 girls livelihoods i want to create the best life i possibly can for them exactly and those difficult changes or decisions that you have to make <sighs> 
which I I just can't even imagine. (laughs) So many breakdowns. So many breakdowns. So many tough decisions. Yeah. Yeah. So many like trauma nightmares. (laughs) Mm, mm. You give really great advice. Oh. Just so you know. Thank you. Yeah. And while I'm a little bit older than you, I look up to you a lot. Oh, thank you. And I like your approach and I like the way that you see things. Um, And we were just chatting off off camera before and we're just talking about how like I take things personally or um I, I take I take what people say to me mm. and I take it as oh they're they're right what they're yeah. saying about me is who I am but you were just saying to me that that's not true that's not true <laughs> and um I don't know can you repeat what you just said to me if you can remember <laughs> sure. I just think people would really take a lot from this no no I get it like it's something that I've battled with and you're human mm. it's it's normal it's and it's a mindset that you have to adopt it's not mm. a mindset that you just are born into you have to kind of when you realize you you almost set yourself free from mm. people's opinions and from people's reactions or potential or fear of reactions mm. that often we dictate our that's me yeah yes. often we dictate our moves and it could be business it could be personal it could be you trying to cut off a toxic friend but you're scared of their reaction it could be you ending a toxic relationship but you're scared of their reaction you're scared of how they are going to react mm. and that's often governs our situations mm. or our own happiness or our own mental health because we put that fear of reaction in front of your actual needs yes yes and it's so normal and it's like so normal but once you (laughs) learn to detach from that and you realize that their reactions is a representation of where they are at within Mm. their life it could be you know they could be going through things it could be it could be unexplainable Mm. it could just be the fact that they don't have the emotional capacity to sit back and be like actually no okay i'm not going to react in this way yeah once you detach from that you will free yourself from so much. You will do everything how you want to do it in a mm. way that is true to who you are as a person. Mm. You will deliver 100% in work. You will keep. You will kick goals. You will go far in life because often our biggest inhibitors are people's reactions yes. or fear of reactions. And it's only a representation of who they are as mm. people. Mm. And that's why it's always like, and that's vice versa. It's always, you've got to always like check yourself in situations as well. If something makes you angry. Yeah, you're right. You go, how do I want to react to this? Because in the end, why am I feeling this way? This is my own problem. This is not their problem. Mm. Like I don't need to project that on someone else. And as soon as you kind of put that energy within yourself and you detach yourself from someone else's reactions knowing that it is is literally a representation mm. of them no matter what they say no matter if they go and have a bitch to someone about it this I that who cares really like, it, you it, don't it, care no really because it, it it literally means shit all it means nothing it literally it and it doesn't fly it just sinks mm. as soon as they go and talk to someone about it it sinks mm. it doesn't because it's it, people know that you can you can feel that energy and if someone does take that and go oh well guess what like get this is what this, <laughs> this said to me that's no one you want in your life anyways you're Who right gives i don't i don't think that we should be governed to create this masculine think like mm. a man be savage mindset mm. you are like women are created to be soft and nurturing and yes mm. we have dominance about us 100 i'm a very dominant person yeah yeah and i'm very masculine in a lot of areas yeah but don't seek to be something that you have to force yourself to be yeah it's about challenge like channeling where like your not downfalls yeah yeah but where weakness is coming in yeah and seeping in yeah for example the you know your care factor for people's opinions yes right and using that and going, okay, cool. I care about what people think because mm-hmm. I'm a, like, I'm a people person. I'm mm-hmm. not going to change that. I'm not mm-hmm. going to become a bulldog. I'm going to stay the golden retriever I am as a person. I'm going to ensure that my relationships are my top priority. Mm-hmm. I'm going to ensure that I put people first because that's who you are as a person. Mm-hmm. Don't change that. It's all about creating boundaries around and going, okay, cool. Where are my weak spots within that? Because mm-hmm. that's, that's why when I like, before like probably like half an hour ago when i said (laughs) being a people person and a people pleaser is a blessing but it's also a curse but it is a huge fucking blessing that's true it's a massive blessing because you are going to create the best relationships in your life people Mm. are going to value you Mm. but you've got to also put in those boundaries that ensure that people don't abuse that yeah and that is who you are it's like you don't 
don't think like a man. Become like if, if you're a soft girl, stay a soft girl. But I'm fifty fifty. <laughs> yeah, sure. That's it. Like, I know, know it's, what you're worth, yeah, but you are so who right. you are. And yeah. You are like going to become the best version of yourself mm. if you stay true to who you are instead mm. of trying to become someone else by trying to go, okay, cool, like yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? I, I get it. And I, I felt recently, I felt very disconnected yeah. because I've been, you know, I work, I have a therapist as well and we're really working on setting those boundaries and, you know, not just always going, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. But like on the inside, I'm like crying with rage. 100%. But I almost feel like I've gone the other end where I'm, I'm, I'm like, well, I don't know why you would say that to me or, you yeah. know cutting people out and not speaking to them or I don't know I've sort of lost that more emotional like vulnerable side where I where I connect with people because I'm going well exactly I keep getting hurt exactly so it's about balance mm. it's about finding and that's what I'm trying to articulate here yeah like when you it's almost like that saying or like those memes that you see that you're kind of like I've healed too hard that I don't like anyone anymore (laughs) that I, is it exactly yes. how I feel? Don't and I'm not that. 100% there, but I definitely feel close to Don't it. Don't do that. That is something that we want to avoid because it, yeah. it, it, that's not healing. Yeah. That's resentment. I, I, I feel a lot of resentment. Yeah. I do. Yeah. That's, that's not, it's not healing. Healing yeah. is when you detach from people's yeah. reactions and they no longer have control over you and people's opinions, but mm. you still care about people. Mm. You love people and you love by your love language whether that might be giving or spending quality time but you're not resenting because mm. resentment only creates a bitter soul yeah i know and, and it, <laughs> i yeah. feel it a little bit mm. and it's like and that's okay mm. it's because you've been hurt mm. and like coming out of that hurt can often lead to the the full 180 and you go well i hate people now like totally it's like when you're at a bad breakup and you're like i hate men yeah men suck not all men suck yeah yes it's like but it's going okay cool like what do I look out for to ensure that you know my boundaries I put in and place my boundaries in areas that I need to instill them in Mm. but I am still who I am as a person and I love like I will always want to be the golden I'm so I always describe myself as the golden retriever Mm. and I definitely like like my best friend we always describe her as the bulldog yeah (laughs) she is the bulldog she's happy to be the bulldog she's the one behind me going ah and yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we. I love how we both go. Ah! And that's and that's some someone like I, I always want to be. Yeah, because that's yeah. who I am as a person. Mm. But I'm learning to not be walked all over because I am that person, mm. and to put people and in their place in regards to not put people in their place, but like in my life, yeah. what they represent in my life and who who I allow access to. Yeah, that's very strategic mm. in my life. That is very okay. Cool. Let me suss you out. Like it, I can still have a great friendship with you. I can still have a great relationship with you. Mm. However, I'm not going to allow emotional access. Mm. Like I'm not going to ask for your opinions about, you know, deep rooted personal issues. You're not going to have that access to my life. And I still love you. And I still, and it's, it doesn't something, it's nothing that has to be articulated, Yeah. but you stay that soft golden mm. retriever girl. <laughs> and okay. that's who you as a person and you don't have to resent people for that yeah that's it's because so it's understanding that they might not be emotionally aligned with you yeah. and that's okay they yeah. don't have to be yeah they really don't have to be in any sort of way possible mm. and it's not wrong if they're not emotionally aligned with you and that's where i feel like healing can be a little bit tricky because it's like well you're not emotionally aligned to me so i hate you and you're a bad person yes yes and i read an article on this not long ago yeah. and it was sort of saying how we're almost over protecting exactly. ourselves these days exactly. over setting boundaries 100 you know not going to someone's birthday because yeah. oh, i'm tired and i can't and you, you end up missing out. 100%. And I, you know. I also feel like social media governs a lot of that healing process Absolutely. as well. Like if you go on TikTok, like, and you're on healing TikTok. It's like, brutal It's out brutal. There. It's like, cut everyone off. Yeah. Like, yeah. Be a loner. And you're like, yeah. oh my God. Like it's full brutal. Mm. So I feel like you've got to be really cautious when it comes to your feelings. Because mm. I feel like the society around us kind of creates that. Yep. And it, it's isolating. It is. It's not good. It is. It's really not good. <laughs> Gosh, Ellie, you're so incredibly <laughs> smart and emotionally intelligent. Thank and you. And I, I could listen to you all day, honestly. I, I feel I've, we've got a box of tissues here. I, I might even need them. <laughs> um, we're coming towards the end of the podcast. Yeah. 
Elliot, and I have two more things I wanted to talk to you about. Mm. And the first is something that's very exciting that's happening in your life. Are you able to reveal any details? Yes. Well, this has been a long time. It has. In, it's been in two the works. years in the making. Yeah. But this is, oh my God, I'm so excited. Yeah. I literally dream about it. The, the vision's never been clearer with anything really? in my life. Really? Yeah. It's wild. It's <sighs> literally wild. Like yeah. the vision is so strong and so prominent and I just oh, I just ignites the biggest fire in my stomach like it's it's a different type of business so yeah yeah clothing which you guys will know about because I would have launched it by now because it's so soon and I definitely have probably said way too much <laughs> recently really <laughs> like I'm definitely posting on my social media I'm sure people have like really picked up on it and there's definitely people that are like so when's rival the label gonna come out and I'm like no, I'm like remember there was up. someone that commented on one of your posts, or I think you did a story of like, I'm working on something new. And they were like, is it rival? And you were I know. like, how? How did you know that? How did you know that? No, like, but then I realized my, um, stupid me. But like, if you search my full name, it comes up with my APN. And like, I've, when I first registered the business, it's its own separate company. But when I first registered the business, it's like, uh, like a business name underneath my name. And I was like... <laughs> It's probably not the smartest idea by me. That was one of my like, 2020. Like, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm just going to do it. Like, that was one of those. Okay, Slay, I love it. I also, um, when you post to close friends, which, yeah, I'm on your close friends. <laughs> I'm always stressed out for you because you release a couple of little teasers on your 100%. close friends. And I'm like, more than what a couple of she? teasers? Yeah, you're right. Okay. I don't want people to feel too left out. <laughs> I was like, I post the whole thing. And I'm I always like, is she going to post? What if she posted it to her whole following? Like, it, you stress me out. But know, anyway. Okay. So tell me, Rival the Label, mm. what is it? What are we selling? It is streetwear activewear. So there's oh. there's like, it's like activewear, but elevated. Nice. Basically. Yes. So it's activewear that you can kind of like take out. You can wear out as well. Ooh. There's pieces that you can wear out that are so, oh my God, it's such a sexy <gasps> brand. I've literally put my heart and my soul into it. It's taken me, my manufacturers probably hate me because I'm literally on like my <laughs> eighth sample. It's all custom. So it's like built from like. Literally like. Literally the scrap. Thread. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Like wow. I've changed every minor detail like is my highest priority like yeah i've changed the smallest tiniest little things in the later samples that my manufacturers are like okay so like do we need to send another sample or can we just change it i'm like nope send another You're sample like, and they're on. like hey. <laughs> <laughs> it's obviously taken ages um because usually like when you do custom clothing it usually takes like three four samples and mm. i've been on my eighth sample and it's been pretty perfect every single sample okay. i probably could have released it but i wanted it perfect to the t yeah yeah i yeah. wanted a perfect and every piece is perfection <gasps> like oh every goodness. it's insane I'm like so and i'm excited. not obviously it's my brand but like <laughs> yeah. i'm telling you like, yeah 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 i field, trust you yeah it's just i've made it to be like feel sexy like mm. every woman i want to feel sexy in it like it's just and it, it does like i've tried it on a numerous of my friends like a number of my friends yeah. that go to the gym, don't go to the gym that, you know, have okay, all different so bodies yep. and shapes and sizes. And like, even like, you know, the, the girls that, you know, uh, you know, are not going to the gym or anything like that are going, wow, like I feel great in this. Like, and it's just amazing. Like, that's what I want. Yeah. Like I want like empowerment within my clothes. Yes. But I want it to be like sexy. Like I want it to bring this like feminine oh my energy out. And it really does. And you'll see it when, <gasps> when actually you would have already seen it. But like even the first shoots and like yeah. the pre-launch to it is it's, it's all so sexy. <gasps> so oh. me and my photographer have such a like massive creative vision for it. Yes. And we are just like, itching to film it <laughs> like itching oh my god it's the most i have the best campaign planned for it and it's wow. just like it's just such a beautiful brand wow. i put my heart and my soul into it yeah. all of my ex massive financial risk <laughs> huge because uh, it is custom so it's costing me a lot i was gonna say i'm sure this is no like you know <laughs> drop shipping no, like, no, side it's hobby. Not. it's not it's, it's like yeah it's 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 expensive wow but it's worth it and you totally light up when you're talking about it. Yes. <laughs> I, I can see how much it means to you and yeah, how happy I'm it really makes excited. you. I'm really excited. I think yeah. this is like, I just don't know. I just, there's, 
like I've freaking got a warehouse for it. Like, and I haven't even launched the brand. Like some people would say, call me crazy, but that's, that's how much faith I have in it. And I like, think that's amazing though. Cause I, I like, we were talking a little bit about this off, um, off camera before, but that not taking risks means that you hold back. Exactly. And that you don't get Fear. to do anything. Yeah. And the fact that you've just put everything behind 100%. this. Some uh, call me crazy, but I just, I'm just, <laughs> I can see it working. It's, yeah. I can't, I can't see it not working. Mm, That's the thing. I love that mindset. Like, it's just, I, I will do, and this is the thing, it might not work exactly how I want it. Yes, yes. To work. However, I will do everything mm. it takes to make it work. So mm. I know it's going to work. Mm. regardless of the route like the road no nothing is failure if I don't sell out in my first drop I'm not going to consider that as failure I'm like cool what do I need to do like what do I need to adapt yes yeah yeah you know so it's just like it's there's there's no option but to make this fly mm. because I have so much passion for it this isn't just a little side hobby like this yeah. is this is me yeah. creatively yeah yeah like yeah because you get to have a bit more of the creative side mm. which you wouldn't get through fit by Ellie, yeah. right so yeah. you can have and they go hand in hand it's these businesses just, i know so I'm, so I'm so excited i'm for so you. excited like i'm already starting all the next because it's chinese new year's in february so i'm already starting like all of yeah. the future launches like i'm already starting to sample which is again crazy like people are like what the hell like you you haven't even released your first collection you're, you're starting your fourth collection i'm like yeah <laughs> yep <laughs> should i should i be admitted to a mental asylum or like should we just go with it <laughs> you're like when you put it like that it no but i think slay ellie delulu is the salulu and <laughs> I, I have, know, I have, I have so much faith i have so much faith in it it's it's yeah it's just no option but f- for me to make everything happen oh my gosh. in this business. I can't wait for all the posts of you in your out, you know, all your outfits. I'm, I, I might try. I, I'm not sure. I don't feel like a sexy person, so you are a sexy. I don't person. know if I'm gonna be, and it's going to make you feel sexy. Trust me, like you will love it. Wait until you try the leggings. The leggings yeah. are next level. Okay, I like love a legging. Next level, really? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Are you going to have like a, like, are we having like a launch yes, party 100%. thing? Huge launch party. Okay, great. Huge. Great. Can't wait to be there. So, yes. 100% you will be there. Yes. 100%. No, I'll have a launch party. Um, I'm planning that. I'm hoping. I don't, well, obviously this is going to be released when I've like Mm-mm. launched. Mm. Kind of not launched, maybe announce the brand mm. more than anything I feel else. like this, that will be a good time. Yeah. But um, I'm hoping for the launch like end of November if, I, I'm in production for my first collection at the moment. Great. It's scheduled to to come mid-November. Great. So it should be delivered mid-November, which means I'll be hitting the ground it's be running. It's Christmas, babe. Launch, I, know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So we're probably looking at like a probably start of December, end of November launch and with a big launch party to celebrate. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It's been two years in the making and Fit Bailey has allowed me to do this. Yeah, so it's going yeah. to be a, like a public event. Wow. So I'm going to, I want, I want my followers and I want my ex clients and clients to come. Yeah. Yeah. Like I want them to be a part of it because it's like, I literally would not be capable. It will literally would not be possible mm. if I didn't have Fit Bailey as a base to launch this business. So I'm really That's excited amazing. to celebrate it and like to celebrate it with everyone. Like I'm yeah, just so excited. Yeah. Who've been there along yeah, the way yeah. and helped you, like That's you said, just, yeah. see it actually come to life. Exactly. And just support Fit Bailey. Like yeah. That's all it is because anything that like I have such beautiful people within the business like yeah. our clients are beautiful and they're yeah. just so supportive and they're just so like come on Ellie like let's do this like let's launch this and they're so cute and I'm just I can't wait to just spoil them with oh, this brand gosh I'm so yeah. excited for you Ellie thank you so much for your time today I've loved chatting with you I love your energy I love learning about you and I'd love to have you back on again 100% I just feel like there's still so much more that oh we need God. to uncover I feel like we could have 100% talked for like six more hours I was only just getting started to <laughs> be know, honest same. I'm like am I rambling too much am I even answering the question right now and then I was like did I even ask a question like, <laughs> like what did it even happening? make sense like I don't know <laughs> literally no it's been it's been so amazing thank, thank you, you so, so much, much for having me it's been my pleasure and uh, go rival the label woohoo <laughs> That was an amazing chat. It really was. Ellie, I want to ba- – I basically just want to become Ellie. Yeah, I want to sit down and have therapy with Ellie. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I, I was sitting there the whole time just like wanting to, 
to say something. Yeah, yeah. Hannah was off mic while we were recording yeah. and I could see her in the corner yeah, being like, like, oh my gosh, whoa, <laughs> wait, I want to say something. Yeah. <laughs> it's so hard being off mic. But I know. Yeah. Um, we hope you loved that. Mm. Um, be sure to check out Rivals, like Instagram. Keep yep. your eye out on their socials for the official launch. And mm-hmm. um, we like seriously strongly recommend that you guys get your hands on some of this new stuff. Because it's going to fly out it's the gonna door. It's going to fly out. More stock is coming next year, but um, seriously, get your hands on it. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait to buy some pieces. So, guys, next week's episode. Yes, you heard that correctly. We're actually getting one next week. Yes. Because we just want to gift you a little Christmas present. Yes, Where we it's do. me and Nicole having a chat. Just living life a little bit uncut. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be filming at a different location. It's going to be a little bit uncut, a bit mm-hmm. raw. So in the meantime, follow us on Instagram and TikTok. Yeah. Get around all our content, any little snippets that we give. Review the episodes to give us five stars. Mm-hmm. DM us, anything you want. And the most important thing to do is to hit follow mm-hmm. on Spotify and Apple Music, music yeah. or wherever Pop, you get your yeah. podcast or whatever it's called. Sorry, I should do that again because yeah. then Apple's like, F you. Yeah, true. The most important thing that you can do is to hit follow mm-hmm. wherever you get your podcast. It'll alert you of a new episode. So make sure you do that. Yeah. Pretty, pretty please with a cherry on top. <laughs> well, till then. <laughs> bye, guys. See ya.